Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Grapplecast. It is ah yes, I am back in the helm. Taron could only do one week, and he's back off again. What a guy he is! But it is myself joined with Dan and Joe. Hello, my travel chief. What up, Boos? Am I the number one? Yeah, you're the number yeah. one now. I we the ones. We the ones, mate. Absolutely epic war games, and we're still the ones. No one's gonna stop us. No one's gonna stop us now. Starship, 1987. <laughs> Don't even know if that's when it came that's, out, but there that's you go. some good trivia. That is. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check that. Nothing's gonna stop us. Starship, it was. I got that right, so that's a good start. And it was released in 1987. <laughs> right, a point to me. I've won the year. Put me in a music <laughs> quiz, I'll anyway. smash it. Music quiz, that's my seven years of HMV coming out right there. Well, we've got a um, true or false quiz at the end of today's podcast, so you never know. Tara might even... Uh, nope, Tara's not here. He's not going to get a point. He might remain bottom. He will remain yeah. bottom, and we will go through Survivor Series, which was on this weekend. Sorry, Survivor Series, colon, War Games was War on games. this weekend. War Games! Uh, I don't know why I did it like Stu Bennett, but there you go. But um, yeah, I'm that was. I'm afraid just... I got some war games. It is true. It's the only thing it lacked, and even Triple H put it on Twitter, which fueled obviously rumours of what we will discuss um, after we've talked about Survivor because that's what most people are here for. They're here to see Taron finish bottom of the prediction league, and that's what we've all wanted to see. We do have one more premium live event of the year, unfortunately. It's an NXT event and does Can't not wait. count to the overall prediction. So this will be the end of the year. The totals will, the totals, the points will be totaled up and we will see who will be the 2022 WWE Premium Live Event Champion of the World. Maybe we should of get the a belt. World. Okay, so let's discuss it. I mean... I watched it the day after. It's the first event I never stayed up and watched live. I think all of us watched it the day after. So that's the first one in God knows how long. But unfortunately, I was uh, bloody knackered and I had NFL to watch the day after. So <laughs> I was just like... I think it's... Eh. Unless it's one of the big ones. I know it's, it's classed as one of the big four, but unless it's like a Royal Rumble, a WrestleMania or like a SummerSlam. I know we all had the next day off, but... Watching it, like, I don't know why. They had, like, a Charlotte Flair promo. They had two Cody Rhodes promo. And they literally were on for about four or five minutes. Like, fillers in the middle. Um, and if you're watching okay. that live, you'd just be like, right, I'm bored. I'm falling asleep now. So if you're actually watching it on the network, you can just skip, 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 job done. Um, so it's kind of good, in a way, watching it the next day. Because you can watch it freshly, you're more awake. And you can skip these bloody vignettes telling you about how Cody Rhodes cut a promo six months ago about how he promised his daddy to win a world title. Yes, I get it. I've watched that promo 20 times. Don't need to have it on a pay-per-view again. So it's kind of nice to watch it the next day because I can just skip that because I think WWE thinks that all of us wrestling fans have amnesia. I was thinking that's probably why I might have enjoyed it a little bit more because I'm not at like 3 a.m. the morning just going, for God's sake, just finish already, even though my body <laughs> do it, but... Maybe that's why I enjoyed this one a little bit more, but we'll go into gradings later. But we'll start off. Did anybody watch the kickoff? No. Was there even a match on the kickoff? I don't even know, to be completely no honest. Match, I think so, they, no. 
they just hype it. And the guys, you know, they put a lot of energy in it. But we watch the product. I watch wrestling every single day. I keep an eye on what's going on on Twitter. I know what's happening. The thing about a pre-show is for them to hype up what's coming up and to encourage people to stay up and watch it. I'm I'm already going to be watching it. So pre-show really, unless it has the and it's obviously in, for those because they put it on like YouTube or Facebook. It's to buy the event or to buy the network, which we have anyway. So it's not like we need to be like you said hyped up for it. Yeah, and they, the guys are really good, and it's good that you're getting the perspective of like Booker T with his shocky ducky quack quack. What do you think is going to be the shocky ducky quack quack moment? Um, you know, they've got all the other like, road dogs going to be on the panel. Shawn Michaels going to be on the panel. I prefer the, them when they're actually like when it's at WrestleMania and it's a two-hour pre-show. You'll watch it then because oh, who's going to turn up? Oh, Nikki Bella just turned up to give her thoughts and stuff. Okay, cool. It's almost like you're watching like a live podcast or something. It's fun then. But when it's literally Kevin Patrick talking for an hour going, oh, here's the event that you knew already was going to be happening. I think you don't really need to bother sometimes, do you? No. No, exactly. So the event did start off with the women's war games match. War games. You've got plenty to say about this one, Joe. I think you said it was your match of the night. Um, not quite. It was still, <laughs> it was, it was still a good match, but there was like far too many, like spots and there was spot fest. There was too many weapons. There was too I think many they, weapons. I think they brought like half the ring under the under the tables. So there was like tables. There was chairs. There was trash cabinets. Oh there was, um. <laughs> Kendo sticks. I was like, they might as well brought the kitchen sink in there. Um, it was a good match, um, but there was a lot of spot calling in there. You know, I know in wrestling there is spot calling, but there was a lot of uh, in this one, and I could actually hear them calling spots to each other. Um, but it was good. I was impressed by Rhea Ripley doing pull-ups in a little shark cage. Um, but yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed um, the match. The good. Story to it, the ending was epic with Becky Lynch putting, um, you know, going through the table, putting through the table. That was really good. Um, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Dan. <laughs> oh, that Nikki Cross. That Nikki Cross is crazy, isn't she? Um, she yeah, is I agree with Cross. She is definitely cross, definitely cross. You know, they come out of the cage, they run down dead. Oh, we've got the advantage. No, sorry. Don't need to help my friends. I'll just go into the ring and get a trash can, get a table. The fans are like, we want table. Then they finally got the table. Um, but they, they kept going, oh, Nikki Cross, she's crazy. She's climbing to the top of the cage. If she escapes, she forfeits, mind. Oh, does she? Um, and then she just did the spot where she jumps out. It's good old Io Shirai or Io Sky. She's always putting that trash can on her head and doing dives and people hitting her. You know, always good little stuff happening with her. Um, I, I enjoyed this match. Like Joe said, there were a lot of spots, but I think that's what the agents are for, and that's what the match is for. If you think about it, they've got 40, 45 minutes to fill. You're not going to remember all these spots, so they're going to have to call it with each other to remember what they're doing. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think the right team won, and they're dropping in these little nuggets of Alexa Bliss going a bit evil again and staring at the title. Showing the heels. evil is mine. Evil is definitely is. She, she looks like she could be one of those Wyatt Six. Um, I do think that Bianca Belair's next title feud is probably going to be um, against Alexa Bliss, and I think that this is sowing the seeds to see where this is going. Ultimately, enjoyed the match. What my match of the night, but I really enjoyed it. So we obviously recorded the the podcast on the Thursday before Ooh. SmackDown Ooh. took place on the Friday, and we all went for 
different people. We did go for the horse women, of course, but um, only one of us got the prediction right. I think. Oh, let me just check exactly who it was. I think Dan went for Charlotte. Yeah. Joe went for Sasha Banks, and Taryn went for Sasha Banks. But I went for Becky Lynch. You would have thought, and then she turned <laughs> up on SmackDown. So that's a point to me. Well done to me. Well and then done obviously to you. She then uh, uh, got the win, and I think. In regards to that, only one person got it wrong. Oh. Joe. Oh. Damage control. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I thought they were going to win, but obviously not. Like, never mind. Never, <laughs> never mind, indeed. You can't have the champion losing a war games. She's she's on her own. She's on her own. That's me whipping that hair. Well, I thought the, the surprise member of the yeah you the did say was that gonna Sasha was going to turn was going to turn and that's what was going to cause it but obviously Becky Lynch is a massive face so she's not going to turn well um Sasha Banks she's she's in the NBA now isn't she she's uh, she she's with the, the Boston Celtics yeah seen her last night she had the top on it's official she's in the crowd and she even did the <laughs> it's boss time oh apparently she's asking for megabucks to come back there's negotiations but she's literally picking a number and not moving well, we will see what happens. Anything can happen in pro wrestling these days. Sports so, entertainment. Sports entertainment, indeed. Okay, <laughs> so we move on to the next match, which I just have to double check was the next match. Does anybody know off the top of their head what the next match was? This is me. Women's. Shot to the women's. Who's match of the year? No, it was AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Oh, that was actually a good match, yeah. This was ran for 18 minutes, this match. So it was AJ Styles with DOC, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, and he defeated Finn Balor, oh. who was with the Judgment Day, Damien Priest and Dominic Mysterio. Obviously, no Rhea Ripley after her loss in the previous match, but yeah, the Styles finally won on a big pay-per-view, I think. We all did predict this, I want to say. AJ, AJ, oh, Taron went for Finn Balor. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh sorry, Taron. It's not like you're going to listen to this anyway. But you're <laughs> stupid. AJ Styles did get the win. Dan, how did you feel about this one? Yeah, really enjoyed it. I think we saw it um, a few years back, actually. I think it was a Survivor Series again, and it was like the Demon versus... Um, AJ Styles. They always put on bangers. They're both really good wrestlers. You always know putting those two together, they've got great chemistry. It's always going to be a good, you know, they've got good, what they call fundamentals. Um, ultimately, well, it's great. They, I think they're moving towards finishing the feud there on Raw. They had that eight-man tag. They had Mia Yim uh, facing Rhea Ripley turn into an eight-man tag on Raw. So we knew that this wasn't going to be the end of the feud. They're probably going to have some sort of climax on the Raw. But ultimately, I enjoyed it. It was one of these ones you didn't want to fast forward. You wanted to make sure you're watching all of the the spots and, and bits and bobs. And I'm glad that AJ's starting to get a little bit more momentum, especially moving towards this eight-week build-up to the Royal Rumble. What's going to happen now? Um, but I, I'm well happy. And I think Finn can take a loss and still keep building. Joe? Yeah, I agree with what Dad said. Very good match. Not too long either. Like, they both had... They both got really good offense in there. Both their entrances really cool. Like, Finn with that, like... Um, Squid Games type mask with like the blank face 
And then AJ came out with his New Japan Pro Wrestling mask on. And they actually said New Japan Pro Wrestling again on commentary. They mentioned right. it again. Um, it was that, it was a very good match, very good back and forth. Um, I thought it was um, harker back to like a match that could have been on a, a Tokyo Dome. It was like that good of quality. Um, I would say this was like the second match of the night for me. Uh, men's more games, I know we'll get onto that, but this was like the sec- my second favourite match. We all know what your favourite, we all know what Joe's favourite match was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a, a very solid match, um, in my opinion. Like I said, you know, Fergal, Devitt and the Styles can put on a clinic if they if they want to. And I think it's one of those things uh, that they'll just book just because they're like, oh, what do we need? It's a big pay-per-view. We need some good matches. Yep, throw them two together. I know they've done it before and they'll put on a good show. Four one, like you said, the big four pay per view, traditionally, and yeah, it was a very very good match. Going on to another very very good match. Uh, this one only lasted for seven minutes and fifteen seconds. It was the shortest match of the night, and Ronda Rousey, the baddest bitch on the planet, with Shayna Baszler, defeated Shotzi by submission. Terrible, 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 terrible. There isn't a word for it, but if there was, it would be terrible. This was awful. Strong words, Joe. Would you care to elaborate? Yeah, it's just... Clunky is the best word I could describe it. Like, they were trying to put, like, a match together. There was a cool spot where, like, uh, Rodda went out in the crowd and, like, um, Shotzi did, like, a a crossbody and she took it. They took out some fans... Some fans that weren't even aligned with the rest of the audience. They were just sat on an angle. (laughs) Yeah, so I was using fans. There was air quotes there because I know people can't see me. Yeah, fans. And then Sheena Beazer was there. And then I was just like, oh, then she just got back in the ring, put her in the armbar, then she just tapped out straight away. And I was like, I I don't know. I was just like, oh, is that it? I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't expecting much from this match, but we all said Ronda to win, but... I, th- I was expecting Shotzi to put a bit more of a fight, maybe, but it is what it is, I guess. Go on, Dan. I know you're excited. You're brimming to talk about this match. Oh, this was match of the year. This was the best thing I've ever watched. It just shows two women at the top of their game how excellent... I'm really joking. I can't keep this up. It was one of the worst women's matches I think I've watched in a while. Um, you know, with Ronda Rousey supposed to be um, the leader, locker room leader, the champion... And to be fair, she couldn't even that spot that they did on the apron. That's been done loads in NXT on Raw. You know, it's it's something that quite easy. You just have to sell it, and she just no sold it, no clunked it, almost hurt Shotzi with it. To be fair, it was just it was probably one of the worst matches I've watched all year. I want to find positives for it. The positive was after eight minutes it finished. Uh, That's the only thing I can really say positive about it. Oh, well. I will throw a, a curveball to you all. I mean, obviously, we all did say, well, let me just double check, please, that everybody. I mean, Taryn accidentally said Shotzi for everybody, but he did say, uh, ignore where I've put Shotzi for everyone. It should be Ronda. So, yes, we all did put Ronda Rousey to win this match. But I have a counter argument. Yes, the match wasn't going to be that great. Obviously, Shotzi isn't a main event contender. It just proves, yes, she may be some kind of fan favourite, but doesn't 
she's not right at the, this moment in time to be in that main event caliber match. Uh, but what do you expect when you've got 10 women in the War Games match that are all better than her? In my opinion, nothing against her as a wrestler. She is a good wrestler, as you've seen from NXT in her little tank. But this is the Ronda Rousey I want to see. I want to see her shit talking and beating people up in less than 10 minutes. Just like a female version of Goldberg, for example. I know Goldberg's not great on the mic. Like Brock Lesnar, when he first came back and started going suplex city and all that kind of stuff. You know, he just a freak show just came in dominate everybody shit talked went to the audience said you want to see me do this yeah like trying to rip her arm off and stuff like that that's the ronda rousey i want i don't care she's best as a heel shit talk to the audience beat up jobbers and do what she does i love it it wasn't the greatest match but that's what i wanted from ronda and i didn't expect anything more that's fair. I think, yeah, that's that's fair enough. You know, you need people to feed to her, probably move on to someone like Isaiah Lee or Raquel Gonzalez next. Yeah, just people feed her. Just keep feeding, yeah. It's literally going to be the Goldberg streak now. Just, no, fe- I'm just beating jobbers. I'm naming, I'm naming the other people on SmackDown they haven't used in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of Raquel, because didn't she come out and try and save her at one point? Well, on SmackDown, she got beat up by Shayna Baszler and they um, yeah. put her arm in her trunk and smashed it and apparently broke her arm. But Zia Lee... Um, she was like a beater on Raw, but then since she's come to SmackDown, she's literally done nothing. No one knows who that is. And probably the next time I'll see her name will be on Rumble. releases in May. Nope, Raw Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sure she will be in the Rumble. OK, let's move on to the next match. And some may say the shock of the night. Oh. However. It wasn't a shock for Joe and Taron, who successfully said Theory would be the champion. So as the loser of this one, Dan, are you surprised? Are you happy? Did you enjoy the match? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And to be honest, I was close to saying Theory as well due to the build-up of it. I thought they were going to do a bit of a swerve with Seth having the belt and doing the open challenges, being the noble face champion. But now what they're doing with Theory and building him back up again, um, it's really good to see um, and they're proper showing him to be like a proper champion and contender moving away from the selfie gimmick but ultimately the match had some really cool spots there was the double uh, full Nelson that they put on there was a couple and the finish itself was where Bobby Lashley um, well Bobby Lashley hit the curb stomp Seth Rollins fell out the ring only for the theory to fall on top of him to get the pin like he didn't even know what he was doing and he got the pin just shows good good ring awareness uh, I, I really, I, I'd say it's probably the, one of the best shuttle threat matches I've watched in quite a while. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I think more to come from Seth Rollins and Austin Theory. Well, Mr. Psychic Joe, you knew it was going to happen. I think you yeah. said something similar to what kind of happened towards the end of the match. So, are you glad you got it right? Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that um, Austin Theory, well, I think I said on the prediction show, but him losing his money in the bank, he's kind of like lost his way now. He's not, you know, his mental Vince McMahon isn't there. Like Triple H just like made him lose, 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 lose. He really like needs to win. And people like Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins, they're like main event players. Like, you know, the main title now is on Roman, so you kind of need somebody big now to hold a second secondary title, which is the US title. And Bobby Lashley and Seth have done that really well. But it's good now to give Theory like that boost. So we're like, okay, you're now the secondary tab- champion. Now Roman Reigns is like the king. 
you need to now go and take this title and you need to run with it. And that's basically what happened on Raw. Like Seth Rollins was like, oh, okay, I guess I was proven wrong then. You are you are the you are actually that good. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad the way they're going with it. Yeah, I think I think we all did want it to happen. We just didn't expect it after you know the whole thing that went on with Theory losing his money in the bank. And it was just like, what was the point of him? I said, like, the point of him losing the money in the bank would be to have that change of character, which is what he's needed, and now he's gone on to. But I know Taryn, if he was on, he would just argue that it's just a waste of a money in the bank. But obviously, we've we've got a new theory now. He's, like you said, he's moved away from those photographic selfie um, <laughs> gimmick. And he is now a champ. What What happened on Raw? Did he have a match? Did he defend the title? No, he just came out um, to basically and say, I'm, I'm, I'm the new and improved theory. I'm not a kid. I'm an adult now. And then Seth Rollins just came out and was like, no, oh, let them all sing my theme music. And then, huh, uh, yeah, what are you going to do about it, uh, kid? And then it just wound him up. Like, apparently kids is trigger word. Uh, I'll fight you on the champ's time. And then he walks off. They basically, I think they're setting up in a couple of weeks' time, maybe to a big match, maybe like a steel cage match for the main event or Raw, something like that, or a ladder match. Or maybe at the Royal Rumble itself. Nah, mean, Rumble, Rumble's eight weeks away. I think this program's got a, um, you know, you want to give other people on the roster a chance to go for that IC title. I could see something like a, a Johnny Gorgano versus Austin Theory at the Rumble. Oh, so there's a bold statement already. Yeah, boy. Okay. So, yeah, I am very happy. You're all happy with the result. I'm sure Tan will probably say it was terrible. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he did go for Theory, but. Yeah, happy that Theory is the new Intercontinental Champion. Rollins doesn't really need a title. He's so over. Everybody sings his theme tune. He can just literally have a feud of anybody and he'll be over. It doesn't really matter. But we did go into the main event of the Bloodline defeating those brawling brutes. And let me tell you now, Joe... And Taryn, I don't know what you guys were talking about. <laughs> yeah. I Why? Did... You, you, you both you both went for theory. And then you both went for the brawling brutes. I, I was feeling brutey. Like, the, <laughs> the whole entire storyline was, especially on last week's Smackdown, where, where Sami Zayn was talking to KO, and KO was like, oh, you should turn on the bloodline before they turn on you. But then at the start of the show, from, um, James, who's in there with Roman Reigns and he's like, oh, I, I heard KO talk to Sammy, he said he's going to turn on us and I don't trust him. And then Roman Reigns was like, I'm going to speak to Sammy and when I speak to him, I'll know. I'll know if he's going to double-cross me. And then he spoke to Sammy, Sammy was like, no, I I did speak to KO, but I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm, I'm, I'm the one, I am the oofs. And then Roman Reigns kind of hugged him and smirked at him. But all throughout this match, you always... There was like the little thing, well, is, is Sami Zayn going to remain loyal to the bloodline? Is he going to back his friend, Kevin Owens? And then at the end, when Kevin Owens is about to stutter him, uh, stutter Rubber Reigns and he goes to the pin, he then dives in in between them and I'm like, ah, oh, and that's it now. Yeah. So, Dan, what did you think of the match? 
Yeah, storytelling wise, really, really good. Like Joe said on SmackDown, he spoke to um, Kevin Owens, and then Jay Uso was like, "Did I hear you, you say that you were speaking to it?" No, I've just got you. Don't know you're on about Luke's my dog. Um, and then at the event, Roman talked to him. What I liked is Roman was sat in the cage, but he had his own little chair. He was always going to be the last one out. But when Jimmy came to save Jay uh, on that two-on-one advantage, or, uh, or make it two-two, he said, "No, Sami Zayn, you've got to prove yourself." And he did prove himself. He, he isn't an honorary use anymore. He is Sam Uso. And then the follow-up on Raw as well, Kevin was basically saying, I, I'm done with this. Um, it'd be interesting to see where it's leading. Everyone's predicting that it's going to be Kevin Owens now at the Rumble, and then somehow Sami Zayn's going to get kicked out, ultimately to a lead to the tag team match at WrestleMania, where they win the, the belts. Um, you know, with both Kevin of them Owens and Sami Zayn to win the tag titles. Yeah, at WrestleMania, it's going that way. Kevin Owens has always wanted to pick up the tag titles and become a triple crown. I think that happens at the main year. It's a slow build towards that. A lot of people are saying that it's going to be Sami Zayn going for the world title. Maybe he wins the Royal Rumble uh, and he has to face Roman Reigns. You know, it's that evolution thing of when um, Randy Orton wins the belt, but Triple H wants it and has him up on the shoulders. You know, it could be that Sami Zayn wins the Rumble, he's up on Jimmy's shoulders, then all of a sudden Roman puts the thumb down and he gets slammed down and they beat him up and take him out. And he's out of action. We don't see him then until WrestleMania. So it could go a couple of different ways. But if you're trying to sell WrestleMania and you're telling the outsider, oh, that you know yeah. that guy who faced Johnny Knoxville last year? Yeah, he's in the main event and he's faced him for the world title. People won't really believe that from a casual viewer. I think it's got more longevity of having him as, as well, going well, for the tag it's um, Elimination Chamber is in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And where is Sami Zayn from? Syria? So they so he's he's from Montreal, <laughs> Quebec, Canada, and so is KO. So like, what you know, what more perfect is to have the two hometown heroes in the main event of that show? So it might even be um, elimination chamber. I mean, we will probably discuss in the ne- next coming weeks. Now we don't. I mean, we do have NXT deadline, and we've got that new match that we can discuss the iron survivor um which i'm sure will be a topic of discussion the week beforehand um i watched a video recently of like sean michaels talking to the road dog x-pack lunger blaze and molly holly what what is this (laughs) it looks like judges houses from the x-factor where they're like yeah literally who's who's going through to the next round hey i think that i think that ben carter he's really good yeah, well, I'm picking Oreo Benza. All of you write down and we'll have a ballot. Oh, it was, it was so awkward. Really bad acting. Yeah, so that was a, a fun watch. But, um, yeah, who knows? We will probably discuss that match. It does have a, a nice concept to it. And, like, I think we discussed in the chat or possibly on a previous podcast, it's nice that they're bringing in a new match type and something different that we can actually look forward to. And I don't know if we're going to possibly do our predictions of what's going to happen over the next year before the end of the year as well uh, to see what could happen obviously I like the idea of the Sami Zayn Royal Rumble but it's never going to happen if Cody's fit I think that's an obvious thing if Cody Rhodes is fit he's coming back and winning it and it's going to be Cody and Roman or you've still got The Rock we're still holding on to The Rock coming back and winning it Black Adam himself is going to come back John Cena versus Stone Cold Steve Austin as well. Was it? Did John Cena use Tuesday recently, hasn't he? Yeah, John Cena, Logan Paul was the one I've seen. Yeah, Logan Paul was basically saying he wants some rest of John Cena. 
Yeah, who's going to face Steve Austin then? Stone Cold will face. We can discuss that at the end of the year. I don't know. You, you put me on the spot, Dan. Um, who knows? CM, it, CM Punk. CM, <laughs> nah, he's too busy going back to AEW. It's all a work. And we it's know. It's someone like it. The Miz. The Miz would be a good hand for him. Stone Cold versus The Miz. Possibly. I mean, you could finally have the match that nobody ever wanted to see. Goldberg versus Stone Cold. Oh, my God. Well, he almost dropped on the paper <laughs> on his head. Imagine what do you do to Steve Austin. Well, that's him. Gone for broken school sessions indeed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we haven't had one of them in a while, have we? Just saying. No, Just no. Uh, they'll have one with Regal. When Regal finally comes back to the WWE, they'll have one with Regal. Ooh. Well, I mean, I'd say it's a nice segue, Dan, but unfortunately we still have to wrap up Survivor Series. Oh. So I will go over the scores in a few moments but whilst I calculate Joe what is your overall score and where does it rank in the premium live events of the year um I think my overall score is I don't know I think about like eight an eight an eight it's a letter grading, Joe. Oh, <laughs> Have you not been on the podcast before? <laughs> um, I I would give it, I give it a, a C plus. An oh. eight is a C plus. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> what's a nine? Just yeah. a B and tens an yeah. A. Fair yeah. enough. What's a seven? A D. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Go on, Dan. What's your score? I- Nice and simple to be. I thought it was good. There's room for improvement. The women's match was absolutely dreadful. I think they could have added some more people in there to make it a little bit more um, fundamental. But yeah, I go with a B. I think a solid B. Yeah, I think I was on the similar line to yourself. So uh, I was saying B minus. I enjoyed oh. it when I watched it, but maybe because um, it was watching it the day after. If I watched it live, maybe I'd have just given it a C. But um, I'm going with a B minus, which I think marks it as my second or third highest WWE pay-per-view of the year. So there you bloody go. Uh, Possibly behind SummerSlam and God knows what else. I don't even think I put resume. I think we said day one was really good as well, didn't we? Everybody loved day one. We'd have to go back and we have to keep notice of all of our scores and at the end of the year go through all of our scores for the pay-per-view and then that would declare what is the premium live event of the year and we'll go back and watch it go, that was awful. What are you talking about? But yeah. So B minus, a C or an A, and then uh, Dan with his B. Okay, so the scores are still being calculated, but I will work them out, don't you worry. So Joe, you got, you were on 51 points. Uh, You finished the year 54 points. You got three points. Ronda Rousey, AJ and Theory. Dan, you started on 56 points. So with Joe's free, he still didn't beat you. So you on 56. You got Ronda. You did. You got AJ. But you went for Seth. They went for Belair and the Bloodline. You got four points. You finished the year 60 points. Oh. Now at the moment, Taron was on 55 
He got Ronda, Finn Balor, Theory, Belair, and those brawling brutes, which gives him a total of three points. He finishes on 58 points. And myself started on 65 points. And I got, what did I get? I got Ronda. AJ, I did say Seth Rollins. I got Belair, Bloodline, and a bonus point of Becky Lynch, which gives me oh. an extra five. 70 points, guys. Yes, well done to me. Where's my trophy? I can't even see where it is. There it is. Hi, how are you doing? You okay? Thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy for another year. I'd like to thank for WWE being predictable. I don't even watch the product and I still win the year. But Premium live events for the win. I will defend this crown next year, and maybe next year I'll win a quiz as well. Who knows? <laughs> oh, you're really funny, Jamie. You really are. Yes. Yeah, so seventy points I finished on the year, and we were going to have another premium live event, but it got cancelled. So that is the end of the year. Oh. So let's move on from WWE now. It's it's boring. It's done. That's what we thought until we might be having a return because what happened on Dynamite, oh. Regal came out with the new AEW World Champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He had a nice little bounce with the crowd and then he bloody turned on him oh. and knocked him out. And now the rumours are spurning around that apparently Regal didn't even have a contract anymore. It was only six months, not three years. They go backtracking everywhere and everywhere and he's back in WWE tomorrow. Oh, what's happening, Dan? I don't understand. Well, there's been rumours for the past couple of weeks that um, he might be going back to the new Triple H Papa H regime. Um, and yeah, his contract um, took, apparently terminated on the 1st of December, which is yesterday. Um, so it's today. Was, yeah. Um, so he was written off telly. I know I showed my advent calendar as well. Um, so he's, he's finished his um, commitments with them. Um, you know, you shouldn't hit Regal. He's had history of bleeding on the brain and bleeding, not bleeding near there and everywhere. Um, I think it would be good, and he's going back knowing what stars of the future maybe WWE should take a look of. Ultimately, WWE is the big leagues. AEW is a tin pot company that's run by people that don't know what they're doing. So Regal just wants to go back where the money is, where he's appreciated, where he's going to go in the Hall of Fame this year. He's going to be on Stone Cold Sessions. He's going to be earning a bucket load of money. and He's going to be showing HBK how to run NXT properly. Well, those were very... <laughs> strong words so joe do you think he's just too old and sick of working with children <laughs> yeah i i said to you earlier when um well triple h kind of posted like a half like let you know wink to it like oh, i would it's not the same without this guy they posted a, a gif of winning regal saying war games so i'm like okay why is he mentioning regal he's in the other company like you know, WWE and the Vince era, like when TNA were big, and like all the, you know, when they were trying to, they like they never mentioned other company. It was just WWE. Nothing else existed. But under the Triple H era, you know, Mark Cole is saying Ring of Honor on live TV. He's mentioned New Japan Pro Wrestling, and now William Regal's uh, come back. As Dan said, it's a good spotlight into AEW. You know. He's got an insider, William Regal, who's been there for months. He knows all the he knows all the talent that are there. Obviously, we know MJF cut the promo on AEW. I I'm uh, writing my 
my uh, Christmas list to all St. Nick, Nick Khan, that is. So, you know, next year, NGF's contract's up. There's lots of other good talent in AEW. Regal's got the little black book of all the wrestlers from all around the world. He knows everyone. So I'm assuming that William Regal will come back. And he'll be in a similar role to he was in NXT, but he'd be on the main roster. He'd be like the executive vice president of recruitment or something like that. He'll he'll have relations. Do we still it, have yeah. him? I mean, obviously that was John Laurinaitis' role before. I think it's Triple H. Have they recruited? It was, it was recruited? H, but I don't know who it is now. Yeah, because I was going to say, is he? He's technically not the CEO, is he? Like, obviously it'll be. No, it's like Stephanie, Stephanie and Nick Carter, like. Stephanie and Nick Khan are like the CEOs and Triple H is like the executive vice president of Creative, so he basically runs the shows and and Steph and Nick Khan like run the business and I'm assuming when William Rico comes back he'll be like in charge of like recruitment yeah currently serving as chief content officer at WWE apparently that's what so he is the CCO he used to be the COO, didn't he? So, I mean, he's always getting new roles. He's making his way through that company, that Paul Levesque. He does love it a little bit too much. But I think we all agree, Regal's coming back WWE. I think there was no doubt, regardless, he was coming back, whether that be in two years or a year or tomorrow or SmackDown. Like, I think it was definitely going to happen. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame, hopefully next year. That would be great in Hollywood, California. Um, maybe they'll wait until WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. I don't know, but if he comes back, it's the right time to do it. He is getting older now, obviously. If you listen to Gentleman Villain podcast, he talks about obviously all the troubles that he's had with alcohol and everything and his drug substance in the past as well. So, um, unfortunately, you notice that when they stop doing the um, the drugs, it always catches up to them. Obviously, it happened with Eddie Guerrero. Um, obviously, he wasn't doing drugs for like 10. 10 15 years or so and unfortunately you call him a heart attack so well, obviously we don't want that to happen to william beagle but when you stop taking the drugs unfortunately sometimes that's when it it catches up to you so hopefully they do it sooner rather than later before it is too late because a world without william beagle not being in the hall of fame alive is a world i don't want to live in so that is William Regal and the MJF promo. He did mention as well, um, he did say, I hope um, I go to Nick Khan and the, the the real Nick Khan and trips, he says, or something, doesn't he? In his promo, he mentions the real Nick Khan and trips, obviously. Old, old St. Nick. Old St. Nick. And they've got a new belt as well with new straps. Oh. The new Burberry straps to match his scarf. So, so it's the first time they've actually customised the belt since the inception of the company. So shows how much of a unique champ he is. He mentioned, obviously, that he's not going to be a fighting champion. He is a, a spectacle and he will only come out to defend the title at pay-per-views because it doesn't deserve to be defended on Dynamite, that kind of thing as well. Typical Wait, heel move. The way it should be um and he is a talent and maybe he'll just go off and be in his hollywood studio obviously he is in the von eric film isn't he iron claw yeah. so so who knows looking forward to that 
yeah, it should be good. Mr. Zach Efron looking hench. So that was, I mean, we did talk about a return, obviously, as well, because William Regal is leaving. But I think, was it Ruby Soho also returned? Hangman Adam Page, I think, was back as well or referenced. Again, I yeah. haven't watched it at this moment yeah, in time. Yeah, he was back. So. Um, Ruby Soho, I think she broke her nose. Um, and it's nice to see that Hangman and Page, the right precautions were taken. He wasn't out for too long. It's good to see him back. Yeah, so returns are happening everywhere. So I think that's really an, an, a quite a nice little end to the episode of our Survivor Series War Games uh, breakdown. So I think it's just nice to move on to Dan and his little quiz. I mean, you said it was a true or false quiz, Dan. Yeah, that's right. True or false, nice and easy. The answers are either true or false. So, you know, um, false. you have a 50-50 chance. False, 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 false. Well, if you put false for all of them, you never know. You definitely get some points. Uh, but I would definitely You're about to say, you could get 50-50. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I might have, they might all be true. Um, but if you guys are ready, we'll start with your number one. Let's do this. You got your dabbers? Do this, we shall. Epic. Okay, number one. True or false, Tory Wilson was in the NWO. Oh. 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 Not Al Wilson, Tory Wilson. You love a bit of Al Wilson. What? What the hell is that? Get that off there! <laughs> <laughs> Absolute TV gold. Number two, Vin Garnier was the owner of Big Time Wrestling, which later became WCW. So that's Vern Garnier. He was the owner of Big Time Wrestling, which later became WCW. 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 That, that, that old Tim Pot company. We've got a new Tim Pot company now. Number three. Ridge Holland. Ridge the Fridge. Part of the um, Brawling Brutes. Joe's favourite team. Ridge the Fridge. Ridge Holland won the Rugby Challenge Cup with the Leeds Rhinos. Fridge the fridge. <laughs> right, you're number four. Eddie Kingston. He held the Evolve tag titles with NXT's Joe Gacy. Number four. Eddie Kingston. He held the Evolve tag team titles with NXT's Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy, the leader of Schism with The Rock's Daughter. Lovely. I take it by your silence, you guys have got answers for those. Yeah. Lovely. Number five, Edge beat Christian to win the King of the Ring tournament. You say that's five, sorry. That's number five. Yeah, Edge beat Christian to win the King of the Ring tournament. Right, you're number six. We all know Taylor Swift, yeah? I mean... Yeah. You knew she was trouble when she walked in. She got a blank space. She wants you to fill your name. Taylor Swift used to be. You're wondering where this is going, where this is wrestling related. <laughs> Taylor Swift used to be Jeff Jarrett's babysitter. What? <laughs> Taylor Swift she didn't babysit Jeff Jarrett. She was a babysitter for Jeff Jarrett. Okay. Correct, yeah. Used to babysit Jeff Jarrett's sprogs. Oh. <laughs> Trouble, trouble. 
I love that goat meme. Number seven. No WrestleMania main event has featured both opponents using their real names. So that's number seven. No WrestleMania main event has featured both opponents using their real names. Getting your thinking caps on there. That's such an odd question. Well, no, so if it was Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior, obviously they're not their real names, so they're both not using them. Oh, okay. okay. I understand what you mean. Don't you worry, and I know the answer. Lovely. Number eight, Rey Mysterio is WWE's first masked WWE champion. Clarify that question there. Could he wear a mask after he won the title? <laughs> like Mr. America. Um, so what, what they <laughs> joking, won... don't worry. <laughs> no, no, so they, that, is, that is a good question, actually, because there's some people that have um, won the belts while they were wearing a mask. Um, but no, it's... It's um, it's a fully first... masked superstar. Well, Rey Mysterio's yeah. not a fully masked superstar. I saw him without his mask. I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> but they, they won the belt with yeah, the no, mask yeah. on. The yeah, it's fine, yeah. Number nine, Stone Cold Steve Austin has never defended the WWE title at WrestleMania. So Steve Austin, he's never defended the WWE title at WrestleMania. And your last one, number 10, Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble, boy! He is a former Ring of Honor world champion. Is that true or false? Cracking. So, have you both got 10 answers? Yeah. If you don't, literally write true or false in one of the boxes. Happy days? Right, yeah. we'll start with your number one. Tori Wilson was in the NWO. Joe? False. Jamie? Yeah, I also went for false. No, it's true. Not she was in so the stupid. NWO. <laughs> yeah, she was in the NWO. She was a half the roster was in it. <laughs> she was a valet of somebody who was in the NWO, but as proxy because they were, she was their valet. She was also in the in the club. So number two, yeah, man, number two, Vern Gagne was the owner of Big Time Wrestling, which later became WCW. Joe, false. Jamie, yeah, true. Why not? It is. It is false. Fritz von Erich is the owner of Big Time Wrestling. Cool. <laughs> okay. Number three, Ridge the Fridge, Ridge Holland was, well, sorry, won the Rugby Challenge Cup with the Leeds Rhinos. Jamie? Um, yeah, true. Why not? Joe? True. I do used to be a rugby player, but true. No, it's false. Um, he did used to play rugby, but he was with the Hull Raiders. Bloody they, Hull. Yeah, but they never won the Challenge Cup. Um, he stopped his career in the um, rugby league and then he became a wrestler but yeah it was the the whole raiders i believe they're called um okay your number four eddie kingston was the evolved tag champion with nxt's joe gacy jamie yes it is true and joe i put true as well jamie you're on the board it's true yeah they were unwanted weren't they or some shit like that that's it, yeah. I mean, Joe Gacy's a really good talent. You know, I think he's going to go far. Um, he's no Joe Henry, but he's all right. He's definitely no Joe Henry. We like Joe Henry. <laughs> okay, your number five. Edge beat Christian to win the King of the Ring tournament. Joe? False. Jamie? False. Who did he beat? 
Who did Edge beat to win the King of the Ring? Yeah, you don't get a point. Let's just see if you know it. Um, Angle. It is Angle. He beat Angle to win it. Yes, I got a point! Angle was the current... <laughs> you, you don't get a point. That's not part of the quiz. Angle was the current champion. He was trying to win it two in a row, like Brett, but Edge beat him. Okay. Taylor Swift used to be Jeff Jarrett's babysitter. Joe. False. Jamie. False. No, it's it's true. It oh, is don't actually be so true. Stupid. Taylor Swift <laughs> used to be the baby. Not always, but um, they were part of the same sort of community. He needed somebody to watch his kids, and yeah, Taylor Swift looked after his frogs. There you go. Number seven. No WrestleMania main event has featured both opponents using their real names. Jamie. Um, I went for false on this one. And Joe. True. I would tell you this now, it's Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar. Correct. There is only one match that's had two compo- opponents with their real names. It's Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I knew that 19. one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Number eight, Rey Mysterio is WWE's first masked WWE champion. Joe. False mankind. False mankind. <laughs> no. Nope. I put nope. true anyway. No, it's false. There was somebody before Mankind. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be Kane. It's oh, got to be Kane. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's false. Four. You're number nine. Stone Cold Steve Austin has never defended the WWE title at WrestleMania. Joe. True. Jamie. I also went for true. It is true. He's always been the chaser. He's never been the person defending it. Because he's won yeah. three Royal Rumbles. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he's always been challenging for it. And number 10, Jamie Noble is a former Ring of Honor world champion. Jamie. False. He's a jobber. And Joe. True. It is true. Jamie Oliver is a former Ring of Honor world champion. Jamie Oliver! <laughs> he's yeah, a Jamie, Jamie Oliver then. <laughs> Jamie Oliver Noble. That's his middle name. I didn't hear you say no. I thought you said Jamie Oliver's in the shit. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's definitely in cookbooks. He hits people over the heads. He's like, yeah, I'm going to simmer you. Okay, I think I know who's won, but let's uh, talk. We've got to pass the bake out the other. (laughs) (laughs) What's the scores on the doors, ladies? I think Joe got five, I got four. Oh, six. You got six. Never mind. Okay, tiebreaker. Let's see. A tiebreaker? He won. I know. I, I wrote down a tiebreaker, so I want to use it. How many tag titles has Hulk Hogan won? Four. Six. What do you guys think he's held tag belts with? Edge and Shawn Michaels, oh. Ultimate Warrior, and Macho Man. No, it was just he was just one. He just held tag titles just with Edge. Edge. Yeah, he um, no. he held a, he won a, a tag tournament with Antonio Inoki. Uh, in IWGP, but WWE tag titles uh, only the ones with Edge. But yeah, Joe oh, gets no. the point. Well Ooh. done, I mean, Taron is still bottom, so I don't bloody care. And I have this trophy right here. Hello. <laughs> yes, there it is. Well, unfortunately, Joe, you can't get a point next week because you will be on quiz duty. Yeah. As we are now in December, and I think oh. is deadline next saturday or sunday so we're going to be discussing some deadline next week so that will be fun to discuss i am sure for the nxt boys and i might even watch it i didn't mind halloween havoc it was okay so i might watch it the day after i've got to get my peacock subscription in use somehow 
especially when there's no Premier League football on. So the World Cup? Yeah, but I can watch that on BBC and ITV. I'm not going to watch that on Peacock on a one-minute delay. Whereas on Peacock, I can watch all the three o'clock games live as the goals go in. And the seven o'clock games as well, yeah. And England have made it through to the... um, Oh, cool. Yeah, why why don't we we finish talking about those lambs getting slaughtered by those lions? To be fair... We, it was a golfing class. It was a good game, but you guys deserve to win. But you're going to lose to France in the quarterfinals. Oh, I know. Don't you worry. USA are going all the way. USA. USA. It's showing the soccer, world. Man. He's won the Soccer World Cup. Well, USA, technically, when it could face France in the uh, semifinals. Can they? They're on the yeah, side of the bracket, aren't they? No, they're at the top of the bracket. So they're there at the top. So... Um, I think USA are facing. Um, me, I'll tell you now. No, because no, USA would get Argentina. One, we're on opposite side of the brackets because they finished second in our group. So no, US, USA side. are facing. USA are facing the Netherlands. I just double checked. Yeah, they're facing the Netherlands, but they're on the other side of the bracket, so they can't face France because they're well, on that from, side. We're on this side. No, the poster that I've got shows that they'll be seeing each other in the semis. So. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. So that could be an England USA semi final if we all, if we get there. Yeah, potentially. Fair enough. I thought it might have been the FIFA World Cup final, that England-USA for the Battle of the Soccer. Oh, we all do love that soccer, man. Well, unfortunately, we aren't a soccer podcast. We are a pro-wrestling podcast, Dan. So why don't you tell all of our wrestling fans where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapple Cast Show. Make sure you give us a follow, a like, and a subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're also available on your social medias, your Facebook, your Instagrams, and your Twitters. Tell your friends, tell your neighbours, hide your kids, hide your wife. I got That's bronchitis. That's what's going through my head then. I got bronchitis. Make sure you listen, like, subscribe, tell everybody. Yeah. So I guess... That's the end of the episode. And without further ado, I pass over to Joe to sign us off. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. And without further ado, I bid you good night, farewell, bang, bang. Goodbye. Goodbye.